0: What's up beautiful people? This is Creative Habits Podcast. How you doing today, my love?
1: I'm well, how are you?
0: I can't complain. Today's topic is how to start an art business.
1: If you want to start your art business, the first thing you need to do is create a business plan. This will help determine your startup costs, your target market, and your marketing strategy. Once you have a business plan in place, you can start to look for funding for your business. You can also start to build your customer base by creating a website or promoting your business online. If you are planning on selling your art on a regular basis, it is probably a good idea to obtain a business license. This will ensure that you are in compliance with your local laws and regulations, and it will also give you the opportunity to list your business on official directories and websites.
0: That's wonderful. So, do artists need an LLC? An LLC can be great, a great option if you are a freelancer or an artist. LLCs have become a popular business structure in the past decade. Many artists and freelancers choose to form LLCs because they can protect their personal and business assets while providing liability protection. So, why is an LLC important for artists to have?
1: Well, there are so many reasons why artists need to have an LLC. There are some potential tax benefits for LLCs, such as uh, pass-through taxation, which allows the LLC to avoid paying corporate taxes, and the ability to deduct business expenses. The biggest reason that people take this route is to focus on protection. The legal benefit to LLC is that you are covered if someone sues you.
0: So how can we sell art locally? Contracting your local, excuse me, contacting your local art galleries is the best place to start if you want to sell your art locally. Many galleries are always looking for new artists to showcase and many they may be interested in your work. You can also try contacting your local businesses or organizations that may be interested in purchasing your art for their office or building. Additionally, you can sell your art at a local art fairs or festivals. Finally, you can also promote your work online through social media or your website.
1: Is there a guide or something for working artists?
0: absolutely find your niche what i mean by that is what are you good at what do you love to do what are your passions what is your interest these are what you need to do to find your niche if you are a beginner i would suggest you start with one niche don't try to be all over the place Focus on one niche and build it, and then you can expand your other niches.
1: Um, So just a reminder, though, that there is no one formula for success as an artist, but there are some basic principles. So we talked about finding our niche. Another one is to do your research. Before you start selling your art, take some time to research the art market and learn about the business side of things. This will help you price your art appropriately and market it effectively.
0: Stay organized and professional. Treat your art like a business and keep good records of your sales, expenses, and marketing efforts. Get involved in the art community. Attend, like I said before, local art gallery openings and events, meet other artists and art professionals and get your work out there.
1: Another great way is to make sure that you're creating a portfolio. When you have a strong portfolio, it is essential for any artists in order to give potential customers a taste or a preview of your work. Make sure to showcase a variety of your best pieces and include both finished products and works in progress.
0: Promote, 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 promote your work. Use social media, your website, and other channels to get your work out there. Um, Go to different events It doesn't always have to be art shows Just go to to different places and and show your art and, And just network
1: Keep learning, stay current on trends in the art world And continue to develop your skills and techniques So how do we balance work and life as artists?
0: Well, there is no one answer to this question As it depends on the individual artist circumstances, and preferences. Some suggestions for how to balance work and life as an artist includes schedule time for both work and personal leisure activities and stick to the schedule as much as possible.
1: Set a realistic goal for both work and personal leisure time and don't try to do too much at once.
0: Make sure to take breaks during work sessions, and enjoy leisure activities without feeling guilty.
1: Find a supportive community of fellow artists and lean on them for advice and encouragement.
0: So, how do you promote yourself as as an artist?
1: If you want to promote yourself as an artist, the best way to do it is to create a website or blog and share your work with the world. You can also create a social media account to share work there. Additionally, you can participate in art fairs and exhibitions, and you can also give talks or workshops to promote your work.
0: That was lovely information. Out of everything that we've spoken about, have you tried any um, of these techniques on getting your work out there and selling art?
1: Um, actually, yes. So as of today, I got my first EIN number. Mm. So it's not necessarily an LLC, but I did get a sole proprietorship. Um, so usually I do my art business without, <laughs> you know, the, the correct um, tax information. But I decided if I wanted to take myself seriously as a practicing and professional artist, mm. I need my EIN number but also because I had an opportunity to sell books Mm -hmm. to an institution. And, um, in order for my application to be accepted, I need to have the correct credentials or the correct information in order to get that.
0: Yeah, definitely. So out of your extensive career, um, have you managed to, well, you said the book, but Mm -hmm. have you managed to sell any like paintings, um, locally or not local
1: um that's a great question um while I was in school and around from I think I want to say that I had a lovely period from 2014 to 2017 everything that I've made I've sold Mm. which is why I barely have anything um so I think I did definitely undersell myself as an artist So part of the thing that I had conflicting um, information about at the time was, you know, how much money should I be pricing my work? Mm -hmm. So I did feel like I was underselling myself. However, I was grateful that everything that I've actually ever made has always sold.
0: What was the feeling you had when you sold your first piece?
1: Bittersweet because um, paintings are like your children or like, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you Mm -hmm. know, something that's sacred to you. So um, not really knowing the person or not really knowing the condition of the artwork, you know, five, six, seven years from now, Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, I don't know. Like, can I check up on the work? Like, so um, as a seasoned artist and an artist that has had a significant grace period post baby, um, I think moving forward, I do want to make sure that I'm strategic about how I sell my artwork and how I continue having a connection with the person that collected the art. Mm. So I can, you know, to kind of check up, but also to have clients that always come
0: back. Absolutely. So how hard was it for you to combine art and business, the art business?
1: Mm. That's another great question. It was not hard to combine. I want to say that I was more on the business side of art before I was on the art the artist side of the art. <clears throat> so professionally, um, I've always had an art-related job. It's never been outside of that. So I know the behind-the-scenes of, of what is required, but from the artist's perspective, I've never been in a position to combine both at the same time. <clears throat> so I think it took me 10 years to try and attempt to put the two together. Uh So that would have been my store on Shopify, Uh merging the two together, but also trying to create an inventory for myself and kind of keep track of what I am putting out and what I'm putting in Uh and certain goals. Um, How do you navigate as an artist? What are some qualities or some tips that we just discussed that you are going to practice or have practiced in the past?
0: Um, How I navigate as an artist is I found my niche, Mm -hmm. portraits. That's Mm -hmm. my thing. I'm good at them. I know how to do it. I can do it in my sleep, Mm -hmm. basically. So I try not to do many events or, you know, things that lead outside of what I'm good at even though I feel like I mastered it and I probably should move on to something else, but portraits are bringing the money in. Um, Navigating as an artist, at first for me, it was extremely hard to balance that uh, photography and business thing. You know, it's like you got to wear two separate hats.
1: It's true.
0: Yeah. One mm-hmm. part of you just want to be expressive and, and give your art to the world. And another part has to pay bills. You know what I mean? So it's it's an extremely difficult path to navigate. But I think it's a lot easier when you have a team with you, especially in my field, that can come up, come up with you know, the pricing and um, the different tiers of, you know, what people would like, you know. Uh, if they want portraits, if they want prints, if they want this, if they want that. Mm-hmm. That way, me as an artist, I could just you focus... You can just be an artist. Yeah, that's strictly actually, on the art.
1: That's actually a great idea, and I think that... Um, Learning what kind of artist you are, mm. I notice like, there's certain artists that are able to do both, right? Mm-hmm. You can distinguish promoting yourself as a business person, right? Rather than it being your lifestyle. Because sometimes it's difficult as an artist to be a financial advocate for yourself.
0: I think that's why <laughs> a lot of us, well, professionals have, like, managers, business managers.
1: Right, right. Know? So um, I, I love that idea. And um, at some point, if you don't mind, if you need a trial, yeah. like to be managed, and then all you have to do is worry about your artwork. That's it. So even someone like discussing or negotiating the price, but all you're doing is showing up for the shoot.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I feel like that's what would be great, you know. Um, and at the same time, I think it's almost like having an accountant as an artist. Sometimes you can't do both. Because if you're worried about that side of, you know, the inventory and the administrative side of it, when do you have time to make art? Because that within itself is an extra job. Exactly. So you're doing two, two jobs in one. Exactly. As an entrepreneur, you have several hats that you wear. But I feel like sometimes creatives can't do everything. So they have art managers.
0: Creatives shouldn't have to do everything, you know, is everyone has a skill set that they follow. Well, that's right for them. You know, and I feel like if you're a natural born artist, I mean, of course, you can learn several different skill sets. You can learn how to mesh business and art. But I think it's a lot more productive when the two are separated.
1: Since we have a significant amount of time, you mentioned that you found your niche. What is your niche?
0: Just portraits, Mm -hmm. you know, portraits of Anything and everything um,
1: Why does the face why is the face a significant part of like what you're fascinated about?
0: Because you not only can you tell a story, but it entices the the, the looker or the person that's looking at the piece to create their own stories. Mm -hmm. Like, for example, you ever, I guess, ride the train or walk down the street and you see someone that looks extremely interesting and you imagine this this storyline or their their life, Mm -hmm. you know? And I think that all portraits and, and in some instances, uh, paintings have those same qualities. You imagine whatever circumstance that 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 image may have or that person may have or that whatever background I think that entices people to create their own stories too, mm-hmm. you know it it leaves us wondering about you know each other,
1: yeah I agree um so what did you find or like when we were going through the list, what was the most um one of those? topics or lists that was challenging for you or something that you feel like you haven't grasped yet but that you would love to attain
0: um getting involved with the art community is one you know I'm pretty a nonchalant person and I don't want to say standoffish but if I don't have to go out I won't go out You know, so...
1: So more networking.
0: Just going out, networking, Mm -hmm. meeting new people, and I guess what they call it, rub shoulders and just get my work out there so, you know, people can see and, you know, we can just transfer that creative energy.
1: Yeah. It's very interesting, though, because as artists, there is that push and pull. A lot of us aren't necessarily... Well, in the visual arts, I can speak for and probably photography as well, Mm. Um. We don't really like to be (laughs) in the mix of things, you know, we're more of inclined to be introverts. Some of us have, you know, things that we internalize or rather be home working. Mm -hmm. But I do feel like in this time, you can't really put yourself out there. Nobody will know your work unless you put yourself out there and put your work out there. How are you going to make connections? Mm -hmm. You know, how are you going to find clients if you're not going out and about? So this is a nice segue since we um, have partnered with uh, or have been invited to National Gallery of the Art quite Mm -hmm. a few times, Mm -hmm. but um, they have something called NGA Nights. I would love for us to check it out and maybe do a review about it. Mm -hmm. Um, They have amazing events for people to network, especially artists, but... Um, more community-based as well, where they have um, Night at the Gallery events. So that's something we should probably check out to maybe start in for our listeners, you know? Kind of check out to see, because D.C. is one of the, I think one of the few places, or if not one of the only places, that has free access to the Smithsonian. Yeah. But also a very, very, very small, but growing art community.
0: Yeah, it's definitely, it's...
1: Somebody knows somebody. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's definitely a, a tight knit community. And right. um, yeah, I, I would love to go out to that event. Mm-hmm. Um, what's the type of research you do when you're formulating a, a, a painting or a book or anything? Like, what does that entail? I'm
1: glad you asked. Um, so you're one that's found your niche, but for me, I'm still exploring what my niche is, I do feel like I've come into a point, (laughs) 10 years post-graduation, where I have an idea of where I want to go, what direction, Mm. and I do um, identify myself as an interdisciplinary artist that um, focuses on visual narratives, Um, primarily narratives from my own heritage and culture. But also things that I've experienced, you know, from other people. So like you, I love portraits and I'm very much heavily focused on faces, um, but more aligned with how to intertwine my cultural background with my cultural experiences. Hmm. So for now, I've been working on a project that I hope to have a solo show for my first solo show.
0: Before you go there, Mm -hmm. explain. Right. Um, What do you mean by your cultural background with your cultural experiences? Um,
1: Because I was born in a different country Mm. and then raised between two other countries. But with those experiences, um, no culture is the same. Mm. So just my adjustment into adapting, but also kind of visualizing (laughs) and trying to internalize the information of the cultures that I received. Mm. And trying to find my place between those two three cultures okay okay so um it's it's a a, a narrative that's in progress, but I've been doing a lot of writing and like you know note taking on my phone mm. as to how I want to envision that piece of work or body of work
0: so is that just your experience in current time or are you doing like research on history and
1: um, i would compare it to an autobiograph- autobiography autobiography mm-hmm. in visual form mhm mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. that's dope that's thank dope thank you
1: i hope that i complete it within <laughs> 3 years and not another 10 mm. you know i would love to have a solo show very soon so
0: yeah
1: putting that out in the universe
0: the only thing about creating something within a long period of time mhm that shows growth.
1: Really?
0: You know, because we're not the same people that we are yesterday or the day before, Mm -hmm. you know, and not saying that you should just solely focus on this one piece, Mm -hmm. but it will be very interesting to see how this one piece develops within a, a a 3 year period, a 5 year period, absolutely. 10 year period. Mm. You know how often it, it will change and evolve into something, you know, that into something that would never be final. Definitely. You know what I mean?
1: Um I absolutely agree with you. Mm. I also wanted to um add on to that where I feel like there's because we work in different genres there's mm. also a lot of things that we can intermix with our experiences of process and of work mm. because I think that um, you know with a painting or with something you're curious to see the timeline of it but the same for photography mm-hmm. where you can look at your work from 10 years ago and it's completely
0: different it's like a, a mosaic now. of <laughs> of time mm-hmm. yeah. yeah I love that um how important or have you been developing a portfolio?
1: Um, I'd be quite honest. I, because I am trained in fine art and art education, I'd say my art education portfolio is more extensive than my personal professional practice portfolio, hmm. only because I haven't dedicated enough time to put that together. Mm-hmm. And I think that I was not even the beginning from all of the paintings that I did sell for not taking record of those things. Mm-hmm. Or not, you know, making a copy or putting together a portfolio. The images are there, but it's like, I wish I did it professionally properly.
0: Just like a, a record. way you're supposed to photograph yeah, your work, you a know? a record of stuff. Of so, your stu- um, of your stuff.
1: I want to be more diligent because even as artists, we have an immature stage and we have Mm -hmm. a mature one. So I do want to come hard, you know, after this grace period with my work on the professional side, the business side, as well as the Mm
0: -hmm.
1: practicing artist side. Mm -hmm. But I'm glad that I did not rush because I think a lot of the times with social media as well, you feel the pressure to like push out. And not to say that I don't push out, I'll, for me, for my own sanity, I'll put like a small 8 by 11 drawing, you know, that I did in two hours mm-hmm. just for, you know, some sort of engagement. Mm-hmm. But I feel like when I get to the point where I'm actually making the work that I've been writing about and that I've been thinking about, I won't be a foreigner to anybody. Like, at least I've been putting, you know putting out who I am. You know, I feel like my Instagram is like my, my life portfolio. Hmm. Hmm. That's so,
0: interesting. So,
1: kind of quietly manifesting what I want to turn out, turn it out to be in the reality. Hmm. Um, I want to ask you the same question.
0: So about to say, I could say the same. Um, I have records not mm-hmm. from like my earliest, earliest work because it was basically trash. Right. But, um, a long time ago, when I very, I, I first started, um, I had this hard drive where I had, you know, a lot mm. of good stuff on it, and um, it just crashed on me.
1: The hard drive.
0: The hard drive for like maybe thousands of images mm. that I taken, and just you know, you can see the growth and the and development of my photography mm-hmm. style. So they say printing. Pictures is definitely important like your your very best best mm-hmm. work always print them always keep backups of backups mm-hmm. of backups so I, I do that you know and um I do have a portfolio um you know instagram and and the website that I had mm-hmm. but um I still keep a physical one you know.
1: Which is smart because pixels, um, you know, over time, they get grainy.
0: Right, right, right. So, you know, I think it's important to um, have records of your work, mm-hmm. you know, just to see your growth and your, and your development mm-hmm. because we're, all, we're forever changing.
1: And that's why I always felt kind of like crushed. Even though I'm happy I made a sale, it's like, oh, man, I, can, I can't look at that the mm-hmm. way that I was looking at it. For the past you know 25 30 days and <laughs> just staring at it but i completely agree
0: um how do you balance work and being an artist
1: great great question before we get into that you made one point where you said you know your work is trash mm. but i do believe that one man's trash is another person's treasure
0: i feel that so
1: you never know okay so, what was the question?
0: How do you balance work and art? I mean, um, personal life and art.
1: Well, right now, I don't got a job, do I? <laughs>
0: well, yeah.
1: So, um, I have, like, so if I'm not making the art, I'm writing a lot. I've been writing so much more than I ever have in my life, like, at this point in time. Mm. And so, if I'm not making the work, if I'm not painting that painting that I have, that I've been kind of working on since June, right? mm um yeah, I'm just writing. But um prior to that when I was working, um I had difficulties trying to find work-life balance. Mm-hmm. But it would be, you know, let me make a drawing for like two hours. Mm-hmm. If it's trash, it's trash. But I'm practicing that, you know, practicing the drawing techniques or when I was teaching the kids I would be painting along too. And I'm like, okay, well, let me just do what I can to continue my practice of like making art. Right now, though, I'm on the fence, you know, because sometimes as artists, it's like, you think you're at one stage when you're able to support yourself 100% as an artist. And then I'm like, okay, I don't think I'm there yet because, you know, bills need to be paid, but Mm -hmm. I also need art supplies Mm -hmm. and the type of art supplies that I want cannot be done with the salary that I'm making currently, you know, Mm -hmm. or the hourly that I'm making currently. So, I'm at a point where I'm trying to navigate if it's the right time to commit fully as an artist or balance a part-time and do art part-time.
0: Everything requires a balance. hmm Everything around us is, 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 is in balance with each other.
1: Right. So, right now, chill. I think this is the most time I've ever had to make art mm. and not have to worry about anything else. Mm-hmm. There's no
0: stress for me right now. Yeah, I feel like there's always time to do something.
1: Absolutely. Wake up
0: a little bit earlier or go to sleep a little bit later. Yep. Those little times in between notes.
1: Yeah, this is a great one.
0: Yeah, so um don't forget to like, share, subscribe. Um if you have any artists who would love to be featured on our Thursday's episode, just give us a shout out on all our socials and emails. Um Thanks for listening, guys. Peace out.